Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. Before I read this verse, I was in the, you know, kind of what I was saying before, like, you know, what, what heaven, what's, what the world says heaven is, but it wasn't really biblical. My question is, you said Jesus went to heaven, right? Okay, who goes to heaven? Because if there's a place for people to stay at a period of time for the resurrection, to, you know, to the resurrection comes, like, who goes to heaven then? Was it only Jesus? The question that's on the table is concerning the verse found in John 14, and we're looking at verse 2. We'll begin reading at verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Amen. We thank God for the reading of the scripture. This verse has confused many Bible believers, church goers, preachers, because everybody want to believe that they're going to heaven. And so when you look at this scripture, this scripture can put in your mind that you're deciding to go to heaven, but you can't pinpoint a verse in this reading that heaven was promised for man. From the beginning, God made the earth for mankind to dwell on it, to keep it, to maintain it. He never changed that purpose for mankind. From the beginning, Adam was created in the Garden of Eden and Adam was created to be on earth. Adam was not made to go to heaven. And this is why when God come back, he's coming back and he will redeem the present earth. He will redeem the present earth. And by his redemption, all of us that are accepted by him, then we will be able to live on the earth with God. That's the purpose for him coming. He never gave any promise that heaven was made for mankind. So as we look at this scripture, he say, in my father's house are many mansions. Well, the first question that you have to ask yourself is where is the father's house? We understand that he made Adam to dwell on the earth. We understand that. So then where is the father's house? The father's house 
is on earth. The Father's house is with his people. Huh? He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer for all people. And heaven was made for God and his angels. You read the scripture, the scripture teaches that there's a group that dwell in heaven and they follow the lamb whithersoever he goeth. That is Jesus and the 144,000. The scriptures say that they do follow him whithersoever he goeth. That was the 12 tribes of Israel. 12,000 from each tribe. And 12,000 from each tribe would represent 144,000. So 12,000 from each tribe, which is the 12 sons of Jacob, represent the 144,000 that follow the lamb, whithersoever he goeth. I'm sorry to tell some of us that we today are considered Gentiles according to the scripture. We're not Jews according to the flesh, but we're considered Gentiles. Well, the Gentiles are not in that 144,000 number. And that's where God have given John a further vision. Huh? For the scripture teaches that the 144,000, the scriptures say that that is a sealed number. And sealed means it's closed. That number is the designated number that's in heaven with God. Huh? For the scripture teaches that when Jesus come back, he's going to come back with the 144,000 in camp as an army with him. You and I are not in this. So John saw a separate number that the scriptures say no man could number. Huh? This is where Gentiles fall in at. We fall in in the number that no man can number. Huh? The crew that he said had washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. Huh? This is where a Gentile fall in at. He falls in this category. So, looking back at the scripture where he tells us, in my father's house there are many mansions. The mansions uh, is a place where people that have power, dominion, ability to change circumstances, that's where people with mansions live at. They have the ability to rule and govern something because they have resources. Well, the world is telling us in my father's house, in the father's house, he say, my house shall be called the house of prayer for all people. He say, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Huh? And the preachers have taught that you're going up into the sky to receive a mansion. But the scripture says that in God's house are many mansions. So the mansions are already in God's house. Whereas you are attempting to go up to the house and he already have designated you as the house. So in my father's house are many mansions. Mansions is a place where a king lives. Where 
people of power live? Well, do you not know that your body is the temple of the living God? This is where the mansion is at. The mansion is you. The mansion is me. Anybody that occupies or God occupies, that is the mansion. He said, that's in my father's house. So then instead of you trying to go to a location where God did not ordain for you to be, stay here and wait for God's promises. For the scriptures say that the meek shall inherit the earth. Huh? Now, he said, in my father's house, there are many mentioned. He said, if it were not so, he said, I would have told you. He said, but I go. Listen at the sequence of events. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Now, you done skipped the part where he said he's going to come back and receive you. He didn't say that he was going to receive you when he go. He said he was going to receive you when he return. Huh? So then if the meat shall inherit the earth, if God made this earth for Adam to live and dwell and have dominion upon it, he never took that purpose away. For the scripture teaches that God is a redeemer. Redeemer don't mean that you change your altar. It means you bring back that which already existed. So the purpose of the earth was so that mankind could dwell and worship God the same way they do in heaven. That's why Jesus taught his disciples the prayer. He said, thou will be done in earth as it is in heaven. But if everybody going to heaven and nobody's on earth, then who's going to carry out the will that God designated in the prayer? Okay, so somebody, somebody is speaking of, <laughs> somebody is speaking of another scripture. First Thessalonians 4 and 16. Let's look at this. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. I have a question. I have a question. If them that are dead in Christ are going to rise, how are they going to rise when they have already ascended into heaven? The scripture would have to bring reference that they would have to come down. And once they come down, then they would be risen up. But the scripture declare here that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. And he's going to shout with the voice of an archangel and then the dead in Christ will rise first. Huh? So they're going to rise first. And then the scripture says, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. There's some details that this scripture uh, is not itemizing. As soon as you say that they're going to be caught up in the air, people have assumed that they're going to heaven. In the air, there are several elements. There are several uh, parts of the sky that have nothing to do with heaven. 
when God created the earth in the beginning, the scripture talked about there were heavens. When Jesus had uh, risen from the grave, the scriptures say that he had ascended above all heavens. Uh, and then you have the sky where the birds fly and uh, also in the sky where the mountains arise and the clouds overlay the mountains. So you can't just take your mind to a location where God didn't designate for you to be. You have to itemize it because after Jesus Christ return and the dead in Christ rise, there's some events that must take place. Huh? There's judgment that must take place. Huh? The scripture teaches that I saw the day where both small and great shall all go before the throne and be judged by the things that are written in the book. There's also an event where there shall be a battle where the scripture teaches that there shall be a battle and the name of the battle, Gog and Magog, where the battle of Armageddon shall take place. So there is events that you're missing when you try to go straight to heaven because this scripture is telling you that you're going to be caught up in the air. Well, there's forms of being caught up in the air. The scripture talked about the children of Israel taking flight uh, out of Egypt. Well, we know that they didn't actually fly. We know that they actually didn't uh, put on no wings and, and fly. So then you have to itemize how they were transported from Egypt to the land where uh, flowed milk and honey. They took flight, but it wasn't by wings. They was traveling on foot. So much so today went through the Red Sea. The Red Sea was parted. They were in the wilderness for all those years. So then when God say that he's going to descend from heaven and shout with the voice of an archangel, he said the dead in Christ will rise first. He's coming two times. According to this scripture, some would say that this is the rapture. And you can't find the word rapture in the scripture. But according to some beliefs, they call this word the rapture. Well, the rapture teaches God coming back more than two times. Keep in mind, one coming he's already completed. That was the coming of him in the form of his son. He already came. He died on Calvary's cross and he ascended. There's another coming that must take place. And that is the coming that we are awaiting for. But the rapture teaches that he's going to come take the good to heaven. They'll be there for a period of time and then they will return after three comings. So then who is going to heaven? That would be some people question. So who's going to heaven? The scripture teaches that no man have ascended up into heaven except he that come down from heaven, even the son of man which is in heaven. That's found in John 3 and 13. But I got somebody that got that thief on the cross on their mind. I have somebody that got the thief on the cross on their mind. And they saying that Jesus told that thief, this day you shall be with me in paradise. That's what they're saying.
Well, before you do that, I want you to think about this. Where did Jesus go from the cross? Think about it. Where did Jesus go from the cross? We're going we're gonna to go to Acts and then we're going to come back and I want to go to Ephesians. But I want you to understand here. So Acts chapter 1 verse 2. It said, until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Good God of mine. So, Jesus was seen 40 days after he had risen from the dead. He was seen 40 days. And when they saw him, when they first saw him, they did not see him with anybody with him. All right? They didn't see him with anybody with him. So then, check this out. Because the scripture says this in verse 11. It says, matter of fact, start at verse 9. Acts 1 and verse 9. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also saith, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So Jesus was taken up out of their sight into heaven. They watched Jesus ascend. Okay? The disciples watched Jesus ascend out of their sight into heaven. He did not have nobody with him. When he went to heaven, he went alone. Well, somebody said, well, that was 40 days. That was 40 days after Jesus had come from the grave. What or where was Jesus before that? Because he told that thief, this day you're going to be with me in paradise. And everybody put in paradise in heaven. Huh? All right. Go to Ephesians 4 and we'll start at verse 9. Ephesians 4 and verse 9. It says, now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended First, into the lower parts of the earth. Good God Almighty. Somebody talk to me here today. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. So you want to know where the thief on the cross went? If Jesus 
the same one that ascended, the scriptures say that he had first descended, huh? then the thief must have descended also. I want to show you some more of this descending. 1 Peter 3, and we will start at verse 18. It say, for Christ also have once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. So before Jesus ascended into heaven, he first went down into the lower parts of the earth. And he had a mission when he went there. The scriptures say he preached unto the spirits. So that lets you know when you die, you leave out of this natural body. You leave out of this flesh body and you go into a spiritual world where only spirit is there. Jesus left his natural body in the tomb of Joseph and went down into the spirit world by the spirit and did a ministry and gave opportunity for those people that were disobedient in the days of Noah to have access to him. Huh? So the thief on the cross did not ascend. He had to first descend with Jesus. If he was going to follow Jesus, he had to descend with him. He did not ascend. The thief on the cross did not ascend. He went down. Huh? That's your scriptures to prove it. Let's go back here. Let's go back. So he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He said, if it were not so, he said, I wouldn't have told you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. You are the mansion. Huh? You are the dwelling place for the king. God is the king. He is living inside of you if you have his spirit. Therefore, you are the temple of the living God. The scriptures say, building you up as a spiritual house. Huh? That's what the word does. The word builds us up as a spiritual house where God lives in us and dwells in us. He lives in you. He dwells in us. And that is the mansion. So while you trying to send up timber to build your mansion, God is trying to live in you as a spiritual mansion. And earth would both have occupants that would worship him. That was his purpose for Adam. Adam failed. We come after the pattern of the second man, Adam. We are to believe in Jesus Christ and so that we can have a space on this earth. Now, notice the word tells us that he's going to pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. Right? The word tells us heaven and earth shall pass away. Now, if everybody was going to heaven and nobody was dwelling here on earth, why would he say this? Good God Almighty. Why would he say this in the book of Revelations 21 and 1? And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned, for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, 
and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Read another verse. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Good God of mine. So all these things that we're talking about, you speak about them like they're only going to happen in heaven. And the scriptures teaching us that he's bringing a new heaven and a new earth. And God is going to bring this for the people that love him, for the people that saved. And John said he saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. So we understand that the new heaven and the new earth is coming down. We understand that, right? You see that? Now, he said this, verse 10, in the same chapter, 21 and 10. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. And it tells you all the things about this city. It tells you the measurements. It tells you the foundation where the 12 apostles were the foundation of the city. But everything that you're looking at is showing that the city and heaven is going to be descended and come down on earth. Uh, this is why he's teaching us that the meat shall inherit the earth. Because he made earth for a purpose. He made earth that there would be people here that would worship him. That would live by his order, live by his statute. That's what he made earth for. Huh? So while you trying to go and have a royal life in heaven, God have designated earth for you. Huh? Verse uh, chapter 5 and uh, 10, Revelation 5 and 10 say, and matter of fact, verse 9. Revelations 5 and 9 say, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, every tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. My definition of a man that's lost is a man that don't know where he's going. So is this a heaven or hell issue? Is this an issue that you should be worried about? Somebody say, I just want to be wherever Jesus is at. Well, if you're lost, you can't be where Jesus is at because he said he won't have you ignorant. So it's good to know where the destination for the people of God is at. There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shot, and if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at letstalkjesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.